desperate for information about France. Churchill has asked us to create a secret army of spies. This is a rudimentary operation. Women will be more inconspicuous. Make sure they're pretty. For you or for the Germans? Who is she? I'm going to ask one more time. The Germans will stop at nothing till they find you. I'm not giving up. We're not giving up. Changes the course of the future. Sarah, Jeff in Las Vegas, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for talking to me about a call to spy. Uh, you know, three women who worked as spies in Churchill's secret army. I mean, what a pitch. I'm not a producer, but I'd be like, I would green light this right away. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Yeah. And when I uncovered these stories and then realized a movie had never been made about these women, I said, sign me up. <laughs> And uh, so how did you hear about this story? You know, it just, it seems like history is just filled with stories like this that remain undiscovered. There are so many more stories to be told. And I just, I knew I wanted to tell a spy thriller uh, on an indie level. And I knew I wanted it to be about dangerous women who made a difference, but who also were like, you know, you see them the, the day in and day out of their job, as opposed to like the romance James Bond, which I love, but is a different, different thing. And so when I came across these women in Churchill's secret army that, that fought for freedom, they seemed like the right ladies to focus on. And you also sought out, uh, sought out Hall's surviving relatives. I mean, what a yeah. wealth of information that must have been for you. It was amazing speaking with her living relatives to understand better her spirit because she didn't give any interviews, you know? She didn't talk about the war um, to other people. So her family would be able to give me little tidbits like, you know, she wore a snake bracelet to school. You know, she loved drama. All these little pieces that help you form a character um, that was real. And sometimes the family will give little artifacts. Did you wear a piece of her clothing or a bracelet or anything? Or I did not, but they did send over family photos and, and artifacts of her travel life in Europe, like a belt, a this or that. And I print everything out and I post it on my fridge wherever I am on set. So I wake up and there's Virginia Hall <laughs> everywhere in the room. <laughs> well, you know, it's exciting for an actor to play and draw upon real life situations, especially World War II. The costumes, the language, the danger element of risking their lives, a wooden leg to boot. Uh, so when, you, when you're on set or when you're on location, you are in the 1940s, aren't you? Totally, totally. And we had a great production designer, Kim Jennings, costume designer, Vanessa Porter, and everyone created this world. You know, when you go on set and you see these Nazi flags and Nazi trucks, you're there. You're there automatically. And it's scary to think that fascism didn't die in the 40s, did it? No. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to look to history to, to be worried or, you know, so I think that watching this movie, it's just like, you know, it could be 2020 or it could be 1941. It's an incredibly timely film, I think. And, and the message I hope people take away is the power of the individual and how you as an individual can, quote unquote, resist or make change or do what's important to you. But it, it does make a difference because these women were, quote unquote, ordinary citizens, but they actually weren't and they became extraordinary heroes. And you wrote and produced this film and you took the lead role. Did you have to fight to be starring in your own film or did it just come? Yeah, they said, yes, you can. 
they said, I, you know, it was me. I asked me. <laughs> I said, do you? So, so yeah, that, I said yes. So I was lucky. You know, I, I wrote the film and I felt very connected to Virginia through the research um, over years. So I felt uh, connected and in a position to, to hopefully do her justice on screen. And tell me about filming in Philadelphia and Budapest, right? Yeah, we filmed in Philly and Budapest. We, we filmed in Philly for kind of the London surrounding suburbs. Uh, you know, the British came over to Philadelphia, so there's a lot of historic stuff there that's appropriate to London, um, indie filmmaking. And we shot most of France and kind of Paris in Budapest with a female-led team, Pioneer Pictures. It was incredible. And I'm sure you watched every penny because shooting a historical drama has got to be one of the most expensive forms of filmmaking there is. Not if, if we make it, we made it low budget indie, man. There's a way. There's a way. We, we shot in one home, the, the home of the family that inspired the Philadelphia story um, for almost a third of the movie. Uh, upstairs, downstairs, you know, there's always a way. <laughs> and finally today, Tell me about the world premiere at the Edinburgh Film Festival, that experience, and it coincided with the 75th anniversary of D-Day? Yeah, that's one of the most special moments I think I've ever had as a filmmaker is to actually world premiere your film where the history takes place. These spies trained in Scotland on the 75th anniversary commemorating D-Day. Uh, you know, there's just no better place to open this film than where the history takes place. Sarah, what an amazing story, amazing accomplishment. I, I loved it. I mean, I love these kind of movies and uh, congratulations. And uh, when you have a chance, come visit us in Las Vegas. We'd love to have you. I love Las Vegas, definitely. <laughs> Thank well, you. Good luck, good luck with the film. Thank you for talking to me. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.